And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Buff Bourguignon, French beef stew in red wine. We're going to serve it with braised onions and mushrooms and a wine dark sauce. It's a perfectly delicious dish. So we could put in a little more tomato paste or a little more thyme. In this case, we're fortunately find it's just right. Now for the thickening of it. Now we want to get our pan hot and we're going to saute it in this first until it's brown and then we're going to put it in this pot in which we're going to cook it in the oven. Now this is going to go in a 325 oven and it should cook very, very slowly, just at the bare simmer. And once it's in, except for checking the oven to make sure that it isn't bubbling and boiling, you don't have to look at it anymore. Then all let the soft grain out, and then we simply put the stew back into the casserole. There. You want the flavor of the onions and the beef to all blend themselves with the stew. That's going a little too hard, so I'll put it inside. There. In about two or three minutes, if you have it in the icebox, you heat it up very slowly and baste the meat with the sauce. And then and then you cover it and, and simmer it very slowly for about two or three minutes until everything is tender and hot through. Well, now this is ready to serve right now. Hi, this is Carmen. And Guinevere. And you're listening to Eat It and Beat It. On the Two True Freaks Network, we are here together. Alone. Now we just need you. Hello and welcome to Eat It, a podcast about food, except breaking the third wall this month because we're mixing it up. Usually, and I usually don't talk about this in the first part because that's the second part, but the second part we usually talk about pornography and sex, but this month... Everything. It's a, world, it's a world turned upside down this week. It's sort of like not even upside down, but just sort of stirred together. Mushed together, should we say. <laughs> oh, God. So uh, in, the, in this first section, we're, we're, we're mixing our two topics. So the first se- segment is, since it's food, we are going to talk about aphrodisiac foods. And I will introduce myself. I am Tucker Shucker, Oyster Wrangler. And I am here with Labido, Labido la la. Loca, la famous la. author. If I could just keep my hands to myself. <laughs> Don't hand me no lines and keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> so now we're going, everybody's heard about aphrodisiacs. Oh man, I- aphrodisiacs, absolutely. I mean, when, when you had mentioned this month's topic about aphrodisiacs the first thing i did was i was i decided i was just gonna 
I decided I was going to hit the books and one book in particular, because I've had this book up for sale for, and I kid you not, it's probably been maybe three, four years. It's been on my eBay and they keep sending me notices saying, hey, you might want to update this because no one's looked at it in four years. <laughs> and, 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 and now Stuff it, eBay. I'm, yeah. I know what I'm and doing. So <laughs> I said, I can finally bust out the book that I have, which is entitled Aphrodisiac Cookery, Ancient and Modern by Greg and Beverly Frazier. And this book was published in 1970. Okay. Ooh, and it, yeah, I'll bet and, you they had a little lusty, well, zesty, swingery marriage there. Troubadour Press, 126 Folsom Street, San Francisco. Now, I know Folsom Street as. The oh, Folsom I thought you said Folsom. I thought you no, said Folsom no, no, no. Street. Folsom Street this is where they have the Folsom Street Fair every year. And you could look that up and you could actually rent a slave to walk like a dog in oh, the Folsom wow. Street Fair. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. But this book is is it's bullshit. <laughs> I'll, oh, me, well, that's 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 one of the uh, first things I was going to mention is it well, seems like ninety nine point nine nine percent of everything I found stunk of of had a tinge of bullshit to it. Well, this this book was just a couple of hippies put it together and they threw in recipes that are perfectly would have been in any other cookbook. There's nothing particularly. Do they just make you make everything look like dicks and vaginas or something? You know, there's, there's some interesting. Some of the artwork is is. It's you know seventies, well done, but but you know the dust jacket says being an entertaining historical uh, uh, compensate compendium of aphrodisiacs taken from the annuals of exotic gastronomic gastronomic chronicling by and I was like the minute I read this I was going oh my god. It's so it's 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 just steeps of 1969, 1970. It's as old as I am. It's 50 years old. Well, I was just going to say it sounds like you hippie know. herders who can't write as oh, good as him. Oh, it's hippie <laughs> herders and uh, it is just the recipes in this book. I mean, for example, you can you can go on to wild oven rice, which is one cup wild rice, one cup consomme, one cup sliced mushrooms, three tablespoons of butter. Uh, potent potato pie, sweet potatoes succubus. I mean, it. But these recipes, there's nothing that gets into aphrodisiac cooking, or really. I mean, there is. If we're gonna go into aphrodisiacs, we need to understand that they have been around since the beginning. I mean, we can take this back to the Romans, to the Greeks. Anything that they could get their hands on. Well, there's a reason that we have a podcast that is made of food and sex. Yeah, (laughs) because the two things go right together. You know. I mean, if there, if if you're doing it right, if an ingredient was hard to come by, difficult, expensive, it could be labeled as an aphrodisiac, and and that's what it was. And another thing, if it looked like a puss. It was an aphrodisiac. Well, or if it looked like a dick. And that's exactly. the thing is, is, is that's the thing about aphrodisiacs is you can, uh, they, they are rife for grifters because 
people will pay a lot of money to get some to get somebody horny or to get themselves horny. People will put a lot of uh, a lot of stock in that. So like and and it, the the terrible side of this, which we'll get out of the way right at the beginning, is that like a lot of times you have animals that end up getting pushed yeah. to the point of per- extinction because they have a thing on their head that looks like a dick or, that or, somebody or. thinks if they powder up and and eat will will go to their dick. You know, take the out tiger, of- the tiger penis. I mean, if it's dried and brewed into a tea, you're going to have the virility of a tiger. I mean, if I was a tiger, I would basically walk around with my pecker between my legs like Silas of the Lambs for, for my entire life. No, no, I'm a girl. I'm a girl tiger, you know, because they will cut that off and they will eat it, powder it's it. It's not great. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, uh, you know, at, at, even the word aphrodisiac comes from Aphrodite, the Greek goddess of love. And so, in short, anything really that that excites sensuality is going to be called, can be labeled as an aphrodisiac from ancient to modern times. I mean, there's almost no culture, primitive or civilized, that you know doesn't have some type of aphrodisiac. Uh, in their food. The, the Egyptians had medical aphrodisiacs written on their papyrus, you know? It, it just goes back that that far. Uh, asparagus, like, goes right what you were saying. If it yep. looks like a phallus, it's gonna yep. go ahead and, uh, and be an aphrodisiac. Now, this book here, Aphrodisiac Cookery, actually mentions that there are only two proven aphrodisiacs around one of them is canthara canthara uh and it's it's basically derived from a beetle a fly you know and hence that's where spanish fly spanish fly okay from and it's actually kind of fascinating if you get into that and the other chemical that this book actually says is a true aphrodisiac is something called Joachim Bein, yeah, but you can't confuse that with Joachim B, which is the Joachim Bein is used to uh, put animals to sleep, while Joachim B is is derived from a uh, plant, African uh, plant in origin, that is supposed to you know give you virility. Uh, I've I've say, heard I I found one thing saying that the. <clears throat> Um, horny goat weed, they call it, has been of, has of had some has had some scientific. It it has a a chemical that that bal- that that works on your hormone balances and will also dump testosterone. I mean, it, it's had mixed effects. What you're yes. talking about? It, it, it it's found to maybe help a man's erectile dysfunction. Three out of the 11 people said, okay, they had strong, positive results, you know, but, but I, I just don't, don't do it. But the Spanish fly thing, I never, I never dreamed that there was actually, that Spanish uh, fly came from a real insect and that it was Well, gonna... because like, when, like Spanish fly that they used to sell when we were kids. In Tijuana. Was not from that, it was, it, it, they, they actually labeled it spurious Spanish fly, which people thought spurious meant something dirty because it sounds sort of like spewy or something. Yeah. It, but it but it really means, you know, fake. 
Yeah, and it was usually ju- it was usually just some sort of mild hot pepper that would make your that like, and and you were supposed to rub it on your dick too. So it would it would be like, ooh, it's a little hot, you know. Sure. Uh, yeah. Wow. Now, now, just like the lube now that that'll that'll warm up down there, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's it's, but it was it it was fascinating to uh, to look at this to to look at the Spanish fly thing because you're right you don't hear about Spanish fly anymore. No. I work with I work with twenty somethings and I'll make up a Spanish fly joke now and they'll be like what what the hell are you talking about you know. Now we just we just roofie them and that and that works a lot. Right. Than, than Spanish fly. But it's just insane. Now now when you're talking about aphrodisiacs, you're gonna get onto uh the oyster. Uh man, and I read a book years ago that I can recommend if if you think yo, oysters boring, boring. Well, you know, you you open an oyster and it just looks like a vagina. So so that's And that's, it's slimy it's slimy and everything and there might be a pearl in there (laughs) which is romantic you know look we found a pearl a pearl of something i mean pearl necklace maybe you know right right there's a book called the big oyster it's called history on the half shell it's by uh mark lansky and he also he writes books about a lot of culinary stuff he wrote a book called cod about codfish and a book about salt called salt he's an excellent writer and it's amazing that in new york especially there for the turn of the century going back to like the 1800s every corner sold oysters i mean there are still mounds of oyster shells that you can find in parts of the city you can imagine and it's a fascinating history and a lot of it was that it was supposed to you know give you that little oomph that that you uh that you might need you know but I recommend the big oyster if you, if anyone I'm, wants to find that. I mean, I'm allergic book. to shell shellfish, so like I imagine I would ha- get some swelling if I. Uh, oh, oh, if absolutely. I ate some oysters. Um, have you ever had any experience with an aphrodisiac or or known? No. no. I. No. Uh, not. I mean, I've had a couple drinks and been like, "Hey, baby," you know, but it's. And, it's you know not like uh now like it doesn't really count as much in this because it's not as much of a food thing but i'm i i have never experimented with um uh what what's the what's the little blue pill there viagra viagra i've never experimented with it but i've had a couple friends who did who didn't need it (laughs) yeah who just were like i'm gonna try this as as a sort of stunt recreational thing and that and they said never do that <laughs> it no, works I, and I if you don't one. have a problem and you do it it's bad news so that definitely works but that's I, uh, like that's that's like that's like pharmaceutical you know i've never like i i i would have i i definitely know that there's certain foods like red wine well, and, alcohol and is the best alcohol but so, have... some alcohols are more like sexy aphrodisiac alcohols. You know, Jack Daniels isn't as romantic oh, as red wine. I will not have anyone insult alcohol around me because if it wasn't for alcohol, I would have never gotten laid. I can safely say that 99.9% of the time I ever got lucky, it was because there was massive, massive alcohol involved. 
And and that is the aphrodisiac, man. You know, the beer goggles, they're a real thing. And you see, and, well that's and that's that's the thing about aphrodisiacs is they, they, they call them aphrodisiacs like you take them and they make sexy time. But what they really are are things that are sort of more like sexy time enablers. Alcohol yeah. alcohol like the big thing with alcohol is inhibitions oh. <laughs> takes away a few inhibitions all of a sudden you're talking to somebody you might not have been normally talked to and maybe being a little more oh, forward yeah. than you normally would it's easier back, you know back in my salad eating days after four beers i was the funniest best looking guy in the bar in my head <laughs> after six beers there was nobody that could top me i was the most awesome guy in that bar and i felt like it you know and I had to find someone that was on the same uh, alcohol intake level as I was to talk to because you speak a different language. There's nothing worse than trying to talk to someone who's drunk when you're not drunk. But that was the that, that was the key for me, man. It was usually liquor, always alcohol. I've always found uh, marijuana to be a good good, but you know, that's that's the thing. It's all all of these aphrodisiacs are like when you read about something like avocados and bananas oh, and stuff bullshit. well the thing is they've got stuff in them that are good for your circulation true, true, and they're true. good for your general health and your and having stuff like you know being healthy and having good circulation is 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 good for your sexual health oh. but it, it's 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 a stretch you know uh, like 90 percent of what i would find when i was looking researching this would be like okay the 50 best aphrodisiacs from cosmopolitan magazine you know or um a sketchy you know sort of natural news sort of you know site and and talking a lot of woo woo you know very very little scientific stuff every once in a while you know like scientists were like well did you know that celery releases a male uh pheromone called uh, what is it androstenone and that that can often like cause women to you know if they smell it to to uh, cause a reaction and stuff like that but all that stuff is in just such small amounts you know it's you know it's not like it's it's gonna like be like a little peppy Le Pew scent line and it's gonna <laughs> hit a girl's nose or like those axe body body spray commercials and stuff like that because it's it's we're really it's really just far into the um oh what are they what what do they call call it when you have a drug that that basically just works with your mind placebo placebo the it's the, the your brain is is a lot of times now there's stuff stuff with like a a, a um um a sort of um upper effect you know caffeine even well i'm gonna throw uh, this out at you i knew years ago uh it was speed freaks are super sex sex stuff cocaine cocaine Uh, oh yes i've never tried it but there was there's a friend of mine she she said that yeah man when i when i do coke all i want to do is have sex and one time i was Wow, I was living in those white townhouses that you know we hang out at. And I was upstairs, I went upstairs and there was this diploma that one of my friends had gotten from graduating from something or another. And it and, and it had all this powder on it. 
and I was being young and naive. I just walked in there. And said, what what the hell are you got? What's this stuff? And I and I wiped it all with my hand off. And they looked at me and they went, ah! and this girl, her name was Cat. She just grabbed my hand and she started licking my fingers. And 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 she her 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 pupils looked like shard pupils when she was licking my fingers and i and i and and i went into my room and then she and she was really attractive and she came in my room and she goes hey you know you're you you really uh you really look good today and i was like well, what the fuck uh-huh and i was like oh, oh, oh well, gosh thanks i had no idea i had no <laughs> idea cool I, was, my hair today. Uh, oh. yeah, I was so stupid back then but 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 yeah that that seems to be a thing because uh, she told me later yeah. on that she was no, I, 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 I remember this one girl in college. She was just like, I don't know. Uh, cocaine doesn't make me talk. It just makes me sensual. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, she was just telling anybody in the room, hey, anybody here? I got any cocaine. That was oh. basically her. But yeah, you know, I, I mean, and, and like people who get addicted to speed often start out being like super oversexed and stuff. So I think, I think stuff that has a stimulant effect definitely can help. And that gets your circulation going. So yeah. And your teeth fall out, which is chocolate, like, like chocolate. I can see, like, I feel the effects of good chocolate when I bite into it and it's chocolate and it puts you in a happy place. I mean, it's relaxing. There's a whole book which I think is is actually you know like Water for Chocolate and and yes. uh, and the movie I think probably came as close to food as sex as as you can get. Uh, Montezuma, the the Aztec king. Mm-hmm. This is this has been documented. Would drink thirty cups of chocolate a day to make him uh you know to keep up his stamina. And like bitter chocolate, not, yeah, not bitter. like hot we, cocoa. We, we we've this, yeah, this wasn't like Swiss Miss. This was yes. a totally different chocolate. We've actually discussed it on. Yes, we have. Party. That's. I was, uh, I was, I, I, I was using it. my knowledge I've gained yes, from eating yes, from you from I actually made it. it. Now I do have a story that's kind of funny. Um, I used to work with a guy. His name was Toshi. Okay, and he was a Japanese guy, and he was old. <laughs> I mean, Toshi. To be in the business that I was in, you know, he was ready to retire. He lived in Hawaii, but but he was, you know, funny, funny guy, but dirty, real dirty. And uh, he, I'd love to get him going on sex, talking about, hey Toshi, hey, what was it? Tell me, tell me about, about you know your conquest. And he would go, you know, Mr. Miyagi, like, oh, let me tell you, uh, Japan. Uh, when I grew up in the fifties. Uh, after the war, tough time. Women do anything for you. Uh, and he, they, they, they told me this story. He goes, let me tell you, there's a special sweet potato in Japan. He, he, he looked, then he would look around to make sure no one was was around. Like he was bestowing upon me this wonderful knowledge. Yeah, of, no, he was 7, looking around before somebody his, goes, you're full people. of shit, old man. And he goes, <laughs> You take a, this. This was a taught to me by a woman. You take a, this a sweet potato, and you peel the sweet potato and keep it peeled in one bigger strip. Then you wrap it around your pecker. And when the woman make a love to you, there's a little hairs on the sweet potato. Drive them crazy. 
drives him crazy. And he'd grab my arm and go, oh, you can't get this potato in the United States. You can't even get it in Hawaii. But he'd drive us in crazy. <laughs> and I still think about that that uh, sweet potato peel story and picture him wrapping wrapping his Johnson in a sweet potato peel. And He was just hoping to get you guys to wrap your dicks in sweet potatoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the way he would tell the story, and, and he would tell it to women, too. You know, he didn't give a shit. You, you could say this shit back then. And they would go, oh, you're disgusting. Oh, not disgusting. You get me a sweet potato. Women used to cook sweet potatoes on the airplane. They would throw them in the oven and eat them. And you go, oh, let me tell you about the sweet potato. <laughs> you got to eat that that that, that skin. <laughs> that would be that would be his end right there. That would be his end. But but yeah, it, the only true aphrodisiac I know of is booze. But I, I had fun looking at most of the stuff that that I did find was like you were saying, Vogue. And uh, just just silly little things, uh, um, stuff that like figs. Figs yep. are a big aphrodisiac because if you cut a fig in half, well, you know, yeah, you don't want to fuck it. I mean, I've I've seen some good-looking figs. Let me tell you, you know, sexy figs. It's sexy. Honey, another one. Honey is sexy because you see the movies where you drop honey all over the, someone's body and you lick it off. Bullshit, because that's just a mess. That's just a mess, man. I get honey on my hands. It, it takes oh, too bad off. Scott McGregor wasn't here. I've got stories of Scott McGregor and his girlfriend from high school comparing honey. Now, I fi- now we find out if Scott McGregor listens to this podcast. <laughs> you listening, Scott? Yeah, I remember those stories. <laughs> <There's>... <laughs> but there was, there was also, like in the 80s, there was that movie – with uh mickey rourke and what's her name and there was there was a lot of honey pour there there was a lot of honey pouring on people in in the 80s as a sexy thing was it like pour some sugar on me what was that well that was the song yeah pour some sugar on me yeah but there but there was that remember that i can't remember that it was nine and a half weeks with Kim Basinger and oh, Mickey okay. Rourke, right? I Was it Mickey Rourke? I remember that movie. And I they like were having, he blindfolded her and she, they they have the refrigerator open and he's pulling out all the food and she's feeling it and the, she's eating it and he's rubbing food on her and it was it was the it was the big go to scene from the movie that everybody was you know the sex sensual scene in front of front of, by the light of the refrigerator and. You know, she's drinking milk and it's dribbling down her chin. And oh well, yeah. Didn't I mean, know what kind of food she was gonna get next. To look, sexy to look at, but I think but, there was a pickle involved in there somewhere too. It was Kim Basinger. <laughs> so I, well, I guess though, from what I read, the the only thing that I could find that that it said like was the anti aphrodisiac, no dairy. <laughs> Well, that's funny you should mention that because the there is aphrodisiac uh, passages in the Karma Sutra that actually say that milk is an aphrodisiac. Well, maybe their milk was, but our <laughs> I guess the synthetic hormones in our milk yeah, well, you really really play play tricks on. And there's a lot of people who are lactose intolerant, which is oh, true. definitely not conducive to sex, unless oh, you have a very no. specific preference of the kind of sex you like. Which well, I think that that if a food looks sexy, then it's gonna be 
it's going to be an aphrodisiac to somebody. Let's take the pomegranate. Pomegranate seeds, if you sprinkle pomegranate seeds on anything, it, it looks it looks great. I mean, the pomegranate is a... Well, they're red and juicy and swollen. Well, I, was just, I was just talking to you before we recorded that I recently came across like 50 pomegranates that were, from the outside, they looked like they were kind of dried and shriveled up. But I brought them home. And I spent about an hour juicing them, and I have before me this glass of pomegranate juice that just looks like blood. And goddamn it, it's sexy. I'm, 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 don't, I'm not gonna let you know what I want to do to this glass because it's sexy. Pomegranates are sexy. The juice is sexy. The, the, the seeds are sexy. So yeah, I can believe. Yeah, you put them in your mouth and bite it, and it pops. <laughs> exactly. That has a lot to do with whether some. I mean, well, okay, asparagus is considered an aphrodisiac, and it's not a very sexy-looking fruit. I mean, but it looks like a phallus, so there you go. You know, the Greeks mentioned asparagus as as having wonderful stimulant properties, and it helps reduce uh, excess uh, stress and fatigue in your body, which just makes it perfect for. Well, I, I guess it's high in potassium too. That's what a lot of a lot of this, like all the like, when the cosmopolitan would be like, yes, this food's high in potassium, which is, you know, okay, good for well, your energy and stuff. And, and but I, my my bot my old boss at the Mexican restaurant used to call it aspergas, and <laughs> and it is. It's a it's a it's a rough fibrous except for the tips. But it's a gas, you know, it's like cabbage or, or broccoli or something. It's kind of gassy, you know, it's, it's, I, I think that's inherent sexiness just comes from the fact that it looks like you could jam it in you if you wanted to. Interesting, interesting fact that you know that not everybody can smell asparagus pee. It's oh, I can, oh my God. The asparagus pee reeks like it, it looks not, weird and it reeks like not all hell. everyone not everyone can smell it there are people wow. out there, the same people that say that cilantro tastes like soap and we have brought this up before yeah uh, it's it, it's it's along that line of uh genetics that some people can't smell asparagus pee and good lord i can smell asparagus pee we used to serve it on the plane and, and like people would come out of the bathroom you know fucking get this asparagus off of the goddamn menu because it does have that 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 strange unless you're into that i mean we haven't we haven't done a show on water sports yet but we probably will someday and and asparagus pee would definitely not be my first choice of, no uh, asparagus pee is like is like day glow toxic waste <laughs> like yeah like i i like unless i'm sick or like have been like outside and haven't had a chance to pee in a long time or stuff you know, it's not usually a very an experience that smells a lot, but like asparagus always and like reek. It's almost like a like gas coming off it. I'm I'm and now now do the people who smell because I smell it and I get the soapy. Ta I, I used to have like I used to think cilantro tasted like soap until I came to just love the taste of cilantro. And now it doesn't taste like soap to me at all. Really. But like I, I remember the first time I tasted it, I was like, "Oh, this is terrible! It's like soap." And when we, when I would wash the asper the the cilantro off, it would even bubble up a little bit like soap. You know what I mean? It's a little oily, well, and it would get those like soap bubbles on it. And I would be like, "This stuff is just soap." I didn't know you could lose that because I have friends that can't be near it. They'll just they say, "This just tastes like soap. This tastes I, like soap to me." 
I don't know if I just got used to it or if once, you know, when I was saying it tasted like soap, it was when I was just like, I just picked up a bunch of it and went, ate it like Bugs Bunny, you know, because my boss was like, you've never had cilantro before? And I'm like, it just looks like parsley. It doesn't taste like anything, right? He's like, oh, no, try it. It's a... And I was like, oh, God. But once I started having it in salsa and stuff, I loved it. And then... You know, once I got a taste for it, I couldn't have. But maybe that's the same as people with stinky cheeses and stuff where you can't stand the smell of it at first. And then it becomes the most wonderful thing in the world once you get used to it. It's the funk, Dario, the funk, Ah, the funk. I found some interesting things about love potions that are still out there. A lot of them, a lot of the uh, a couple of Wiccan pages that I came across. Oh, I'll bet recipes that involved uh steeping quartz in water and uh, interesting stuff you know uh but they say be very careful with this you know because we've all seen the cartoons where the where the wrong person drinks it and then you're you know you've got your best friend running around after you hot for you but i thought that was kind of humorous that there is uh there still are love potions out there that you can make you know oh i'm sure oh i'm sure and once you get out of the united states and uh, other countries into and uh, they're not, well, not that we're not superstitious here, but you know, like China, it's, you know, oh, yeah, uh, love potions and aphrodisiacs are, you know, a huge, you know, you could just, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a huge market there. Well, I had a guy bring back a bottle of snake wine one time that he kept in his oh, house. Yeah. He said, and he said, yeah, we only drink it when you, when you want to really, when you want to really have wild sex. I'm like, you drink that fucking shit. I'm not yeah. going to fucking yeah. snake Bet your girlfriend's just psyched to make out with some guy who just drinks snake yeah. steep liquor. Yep. But you know, it was a fun, a fun topic to look into. Um, now, I I thought that for sure I was gonna find something uh, food-wise to whip up from the aphrodisiac cookbook, but what I found was just garbage and just recipes that they you know it's like if you go to denny's and ask for the moons over my hammy you know, yes like exactly that. it's, yeah, it's, it's cute it's, they were having orgies it, anyway oh they were yeah, ha- they, they were having sex all the time they just wanted some food that with good names to serve at your orgies you know yeah exactly so so what i wound up doing was once again going back to herder's corner yes Bull Cook and Authentic Historic Recipes and Practices by George Leonard Herter from Wasaka, Minnesota. And and believe it or not, he has a couple of things to say about oysters. I'm sure he does. Oh, well, I decided to try and make Hangtown Fry, which me being from the San Francisco Bay Area originally, you heard of, I heard about this, but I didn't really know anything about it. I knew it existed, but I didn't know its its history and how it got the name of Hangtown Fry. And it is actually oysters, but it's interesting. And Herder goes on to say, in the 1800s, San Francisco was quite a town. The Barbary Coast, which was a section of saloons and houses of prostitution, was known the world over as second only to similar areas in Rio and Hong Kong. It catered to sailors who came in to haul California's grain to Europe. In places like Little Egypt and many others on the Barbary Coast, if a sailor walked into a saloon and didn't see three or four nude women lounging around, he got mad and went to move 
up to another spot on the Barbary Coast. As time went on, the reformers hung so many of the Barbary Coast citizens that San Francisco gained the name of Hangtown. Now, okay, maybe. I, I don't remember reading about that in my history classes, but uh-huh. he goes on to say <laughs> in 1850. Sounds very herderish. It does sound herderish. <laughs> now, in 1853, a man named Parker opened a saloon called Parker's Bank Exchange in, in the Montgomery Block in a famous building built by General Halleck. Now, Parker invented and served a dish called Hangtown Fry. Its fame spread all over San Francisco and the surrounding areas. A few drinks and a Hangtown Fry was all a sailor needed and it was considered a gentleman's evening naturally if a man was paying for sex he wanted to get his money's worth so it became commonplace to have a hangtown fry before you became amorous now the prices of it in those days was 46 cents was what it cost to make now the ingredients of a hangtown fry are of course, I cut this down a bit because it takes 12 small, fresh oysters or 12 canned oysters, eight eggs, one onion, one clove of garlic, and six ounces of ham or a half a can of spam or similar <laughs> product, celery salt, hot sauce, and tobacco. Now, you take a large bowl, break the eggs into the bowl, take one onion about two inches in diameter and grate it into a bowl. And grating an onion really does something to the onion. It, it busts up those membranes, and it gives whatever you're cooking a great taste. Uh, if you haven't tried grating an onion into your recipes, try it sometime. Um, you add six ounces of the finely chopped ham or spam, mix it well together, and you dip the oysters into a cracker crumb, and you add the oysters to the mixture. You take a large frying pan and a heaping tablespoon of butter, and you melt it, and you add the egg, the egg mixture, being sure to spread out the oysters so they are evenly spaced in the mixture on a slow heat until the eggs are done. When they're done, you salt all over with celery salt and Tabasco. This is the finest of eating for those who like seafood. So, we have it here, the Hangtown Fry. I will be putting a picture of it on the website here. It ain't much to look at when you... I did buy canned oysters, because I'm not going to shuck oysters. But I'm going to... And I use Spam, of course, because I like Spam. So we're going to take a little bit of it here. Trying to get some oyster and some egg. Mmm. Now, I like oysters. I like Spam. This is good. The celery salt over it is what I really like. I love celery salt. And it's briny. This would be like great spread on toast. Very hangover food, I guess. Or Uh, I don't feel particularly amorous, but maybe it takes a while to kick in. I was just going to say, I don't know if it works that fast. Sorry. (laughs) But... It ain't bad. It's actually it's actually pretty damn good. I would like to try it with fresh oysters. 
big snotty ones. <laughs> Some I know you're not big on you can't do shellfish, but can't. Yeah, I I do love oysters, but the Hangtown Fry is considered an aphrodisiac, and it ain't bad at all. Have a little bit of this pomegranate juice, and um, have to go wake my wife up. There you go. <clears throat> and yeah, I heard of him. Another one. Uh, and uh, that that is our. Uh, Unless you have some more uh, closing comments, I guess that's our look at aphrodisiac food. I only thought of one more thing, and that was I had a former girlfriend, and she was working at the Mexican restaurant to me, and one day she pointed out um, she was smelling some powdered cumin, and she goes, this smells like a vagina. <laughs> and ever since she's pointed that out to me, I've never... I, I, she was, there's, it doesn't, sm there's, but there's so, there's a smell in cumin that is in common with just sort of like the, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, I love cumin. Maybe that's I do too. why. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Good God. Well, now I know why. Good. Uh, yeah. I'm getting a yeah. little, I'm getting a little uncomfortable here. I don't know what's had, happening. That cumin made... had a good, good smell around her. Maybe I'd, I better go wake up my wife. But be, be, before that, I'm I'm looking in in the green room over there, and somebody bought us hamburgers. Ooh, hamburgers! I like hamburgers. Wait a minute, is that is that Sailor Moon? What the fuck? Oh man! Oh, Jesus Christ! I would have eaten what that a, hamburger. What a, what a waste! Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go wake up the little misses right now if I can manage to tripod my way over to the bedroom thanks to these hangtown fries and uh pomegranate juice so while i do that why don't you uh go and yeah jump make sure to turn mat. the make sure to turn the microphone off or we'll okay. have an extra bonus section at the end of the show <laughs> <laughs> there you go uh, you go clean up that mess in there and i'll see you in about two minutes I all right quick. yeah they're lined I work, in the place I work with... quick why is that the whole room is lined with plastic oh well Oh, we'll see you there. I, Disgustus Leaser, Emperor of Troths of Rome, invite you to enter these vaunted arches and avail yourselves of some suckling pig with an apple in its mouth. Hey, that's me, Maury Clawhammer. Welcome to Troths of Rome Banquet Hall, Vomitorium, and Orgy Pit. Want to live like a Roman emperor on a retail worker budget? Well, this is your pit. We got suckling pig, stuffed suckling duck, hand-fed grapes, bread by the loaf, and fine porridge by the bucket. Bathtubs filled with oysters, snails, oxtails, and macaroni and cheese. All dumped into a handy trough for your pleasure. Ready for seconds but stuffed to the gills? Well, grab a tickle feather and lurch up to our sanitized, scent-free purge troughs. And make room for dessert. <laughs> Did someone say dessert? Once you have sated your belly with wine and chow, drop that toga and get hosed down and flop on into the orgy drome, where anything goes. And everyone blows. Wednesday is vegetarian night, and you'd think that was pretty boring, but believe you me, 
Once you get over all the hair, them hippies are freaks. So come on down and get stuffed, fluffed, and never rebuffed at Troths of Rome. Located in the neutral zone, three miles outside of town down I-69 and down North Old Unlit Road. Hail Sleezer! Hello and welcome to Beat It, a podcast about porn that's usually after a podcast about food, but it's all squashed together. And now we are going to look at the wild and wonderful world of food and porn. I am Periphilia, and I am here with my partner Cramit. <clears throat> Exactly. God. And and don't worry, the, the maid will clean it up. Yeah, yeah. Consuela will take care of it. This this uh this month's show is kinda like those baby in the blender jokes, you know, or just everything is just all just meshed into one big gigantic mess. And and when you pick this topic, I think we were on two different wavelengths because your choices were were definitely different from my choices which well that, which, that's which because good. i saw your choices first and i was like <laughs> okay and i searched for something along a different line that because i knew there were other there were other avenues to explore so i figured ah oh. okay although oh, I-, I have to say this month you win the prize. Oh God! Feel, <laughs> you you a found a video this month that just dirty, like jingled dirty. my jangles. Let me tell you. I went down this rabbit hole and and I just didn't know what cave to branch off to and and I I picked. Oh God! I, I guess I guess you show me yours and I'll show you mine. Is that how this is gonna work? You, well, you, you little, want to go first, and the, the little yeah. bit of background. How about a little yeah, background? I, I, I want a I, little bit of knowledge. I want to pick your mind to to see how you picked this month's topic. What were you thinking about it? What brought you to this? Because we've had a fairly rich history of fetish porn on this on this uh, site on, on this show. We've done a lot of fetish porn before. What made you think about heading well, down this one? I think this is one of the big ones, uh, for for one, for whatever reason, uh, and 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 also I, I I got the idea just because I like the idea of sort of like now the the two segments of the show are almost interchangeable because we're talking about both segments at each side, so that's why that's why I picked it. I thought it made a good paired combo, Ooh, like, like and, the, and what, I knew there would be a wealth of material. Like the uh, Grey Jedi, now, like the Grey Jedi, kind of a mash between the light and the dark sides, you know? Yes, and 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 I thought I was really smart, I w- like, because I'm old, and I remember <laughs> things that have gone out of date, but I remembered the term for, like, getting, like, that people use for their kink with food was smosh, of, like, squishing food between your toes and stuff, so I was like, don't worry, Dario. Just put a search out for Smosh. And like I was going to the porn sites and I'd be like, okay, time to start this easy sh- search. And I put in the word Smosh and it would come up with like 
there are zero matches for this search, which tells me that word has been banned. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't from that find website. Any, I couldn't. And find I had to anything. think about it for a minute. And the reason I knew about this is uh, uh, my my housemate uh, knew knew this guy who was really creepy, who like hung around the bar scene, and he would like. If if a girl would be wearing like open toed sandals and stuff, he would be like oh, looking at them and stuff, and like would ask them to come and step on food and stuff. But sometimes he wanted them to like if he saw a bug on the ground, he would be like, "Please squash that bug with your foot." Holy shit! And I think that's why Smosh got banned because Smosh was not only people smushing food around, but people were, were killing bugs and sometimes like mice. Oh, and stuff okay. like that. So I think they took it off because it had <laughs> things that were illegal and and thank, immoral going thank on. God for my little VPN. <laughs> yes, yes. So so Smosh is probably not like a, a good keyword to. So I had to go to like food and crush and stuff like that. And then it's when I, that, there's been a van parked in front of my house for the past week. <laughs> you know, maybe that's why. No, it's just they're from the produce store. They think yeah. they're going to make extra money off you. Oh, they're going to bring all their old produce off and try and pawn oh. it off you because they think you're going to want to like stomp on it. Yeah. Or maybe that maybe they're a winery and they're looking for people to press grapes. Who knows? And and with that, let's let's talk about one of your your picks. Um, uh, with stomping. Oh yeah. Assy. Oh this. Uh, a, a little ditty called uh, "Tomato Food Crush." messy yes and this is a this is the the, these are all the same asian girl japanese japanese girl and uh yes that 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 one is her in in a in a speedo one-piece bathing suit just smearing tomatoes all over herself well the thing about it is 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 uh she is in the speedo uh She's it's, it's Japanese, so you know it's not gonna get, and because you know, t- Japanese and porn. If 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 you see anything, it'll be blurred and it'll just be a right. gigantic blur. But I don't think this is about seeing any. Gen- no. I don't think the food stuff really cares about seeing any genitals. No. As a matter uh, of fact, they seem to be kind of like, especially with the crushy ones. Yeah, they want them in, in sexy clothes, but they don't seem to be really involve a lot well, of nudity. The speedo kind of had like a, a superhero kind of streak on the side of it, which, you know, smashing cherry tomatoes with your ass is probably the worst superpower ever. And <laughs> it's not going to be very helpful in any fight, you know, that you uh, 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 unless you've seen Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Yeah, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. But, you know, what, she, what it is is we have maybe a dozen or two dozen cherry tomatoes which i I don't have any love for the cherry tomatoes they're too small they're poppy i don't i don't dig them uh she's in a speedo you you never see her face but she's sitting on top of a glass coffee table and all she's doing is smashing the cherry tomatoes with her ass and she's in a speedo and she's crushing them and she's grinding them and she's and and she's just you know just smashing them, and a lot of people don't know. You know, that's the way Julia Child used to make her uh, yeah her pasta sauce was the same way. That's how she got that hump on her back because she was always smashing tomatoes with her ass. People always pulling little gray hairs out of their teeth. I mean, 
Jack Buffon was always like, hey, stop this. What are you doing? Oh, this is why that's so good. But it had some interesting shots, you know, but there's easier ways to make a pasta sauce for sure. But it's just repetitive, smashing, um, interesting mic sounds, you know. Uh, yeah, that... it, it's 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 like the ones I picked are the entertainment value for someone like you and me. I'm speaking for myself is, you know, like 30 seconds. You get the gist of it right away. You know, yes. it, it, they're, they're made for such specific tastes that you see. OK, you can see what the people are looking for. But unless like, you know, and who knows, you know, I might pop into one of those videos and all of a sudden I realize I have a girl sitting on cherry tomatoes fetish because you very well might. But I'm, I mean, I'm guessing by 50 years old, I might have figured that out. But who knows? Yeah, I guess yeah. old dogs will tr learn new tricks. But exactly. 30 seconds in, I realized I'm I'm not a a sitophilia, which is uh, funny because it doesn't mean sitting on. That means a food. It's a it's a form of para paraphilia, which is great great website that you turn me on to. And and yes, and and it's worth looking up for anybody that all the different kinds of paraphilia, which is getting sexual gratification from an object. Uh, different. So there's a million different names and well, the food one. I mean, technically, sitophilia. Uh, I had to look around a while to find actually a something with philia at the end of it, because usually in the paraphilia they would just say. Food falls under fetishism, so it would be food fetishism. But then there's stuff like feederism, too, where people get sexual gratification of feeding someone food and making them larger. Oh, I, Feeder gainerism. I, I've seen – they're all over the place. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that's a di that's different than – well, I guess it's not different. I guess we could have gone into that territory. That's well, going sure, into it's... mental illness territory, too, though. <laughs> What and we've I had found, some dark shows lately, so I'm enjoying oh, yeah. this one. <laughs> what, what I what I found out about, I find interesting about your choices was the very repetitive nature of them makes me want to watch them just to see if there's going to be a change in what right. she's doing. Uh, cherry tomatoes are a bad choice to smash with your ass because they're they're thicker skinned, so you have to work to smash these tables and i kept wondering but you, you could see, see i think that's why they like it i think they like yeah. to see the work going into it you could see <laughs> the you could see the they had a couple of camera shots from under the table you could hear the cars zooming by in the background um and uh i kept watching it waiting for something different to happen and it did you know every once in a while she would get a little swirl action in there and uh it had great sound effects you know did well you know it, she's got to keep it keep it interesting for herself too and, you know and much and much like the uh bonus scene in any good marvel movie you know if you keep watching she starts to rub the the tomatoes all over her top of her speedo and she actually takes the strap off of the top of the speedo and you're saying maybe maybe she's gonna take the top of the speedo up but no 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 she doesn't yeah. she just drops the tomatoes into her into the top of the speedo and and uh, she's a tomato tease you know you know, yeah. the tomato, it's just a tomato rub down, basically. Uh, but and uh, the, the, the second one was, was, was the same girl with stockings and shoes. I think she had high heels on and she was just crushing two hamburgers. Yes. That she had one... two, two very McDonald's hamburgers laid out at her feet and just started <laughs> methodically just grinding, grinding them with her These feet. These were two Big Macs. 
but what I liked about her was, you know, she didn't mess around. She is she wrapped everything in plastic. Nothing is going to mess up her carpet or her floor. She had the whole thing. They're very clean people, you know. Uh, her says that they bathe up to ten times a day, wash sure. each other with Why wash each other with the sponges, but she wasn't going to get anything dirty. So, it's amazing. This was ten minutes of grinding hamburgers. Yeah, it went on for very long. This one was this one was grinding. It was boring, yeah. and I have to admit, I just kept fast forwarding until I realized. Oh, I didn't. I didn't fast forward. <laughs> I watched the whole. This was. It looked. She was dressed in in. What is it about to me? She was dressed. It's all about the stockings to me. I love those type of stockings. And she had like a a, a little short dress that looked like something from Downton Abbey. You know, like she was a maid. And she yeah, it, was, it was a very maid maid looking. Yeah. I think she even had the little ruffly hat. And... Yeah. Well, you, we never see her face, so we don't know. And and she just daintily held both ends of the apron up as she squished these burgers. And I'm talking. She, I had no idea that you could actually squish a hamburger so hard that it would turn into pate. Yeah. Which lets you know that these burgers have got some weird artificial shit in them because she you know it looks like she's river dancing on these burgers and she definitely just crushed them into what looked like something you could spread on a cracker it was amazing all 10 minutes of it i i what could i do it, at one time it looked like she was doing the charleston you know yeah. she could have even put that music behind it and it would have been perfect the, the third one was a charm for me. This was her masterpiece, and oh. it had the best best title. It was called Cup of Noodles, Mouton Boots. Yep. And in case uh, a, a little, uh, a little uh, note that you might not know what she was saying before she crushed the burgers. Ikudisima? Ikudisimas? That is what Japanese people say before they take a bite of food. If you're at someone's house... And it, it, it's kind of like it's kind of like you're saying cheers, you know, or you 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 take the food into your mouth on a fork or a chopstick and you go eat the dikimas and you eat it, and that's a polite way to say you know cheers. I wrote it and, off as agishimaf, but that's what I was. No, she's and, saying she's being very very polite, but she had on the floor, of course, a plastic lined floor, um, very very expensive or, or hike the, the, these cup of noodles these ramens you know about five dollars each these were your high these are the better ones food. yeah and and she would just say and smash them smash but but smash. like she was saying it almost robotically yes yes it just and, and it and it, it it regular it was very hypnotic at agishima agishima I wish so she would was... have, well, she didn't open the flavor packets, which which <laughs> upset me because uh, you know my I I couldn't get by the fact that the flavor packets were still. She might have open. an MSG allergy or something. Yeah. <laughs> but she had on these Uggs that she'll like Ugg style boots with Minnie Mouse bows on each side, and those boots they're never going to get clean. Never. No, no, no. Those those th those were like somebody probably probably bought those for specifically to that's the thing about those videos is somewhere behind behind her are a bunch of pervs with paypal oh. just like 
just send said here's some boots <laughs> oh yeah could you please <laughs> there's do probably this? trucks just driving up to her front door dumping off food for her to crush for oh yeah and for she her had sponsors the it looked like that scene in et where et got sick you know and they had everything yes. great plastic uh, maybe they I thought there was going to be people. Or like or Dexter or something, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, it, it, you know, but God lover, if, if I could make a living stepping on food, it's better than stepping on people. Someone out there, that's their thing, man. And, yeah. and does this fall in a Somehow category? I don't think you or I in a Speedo crushing no, food on ourselves no. is good. Is it's so, it's gonna appeal to maybe like five people in the world, <laughs> and, yeah, I, and they're probably not gonna be rich people either. <laughs> so this is a fetish video, or right? healthy. These are these are fetish videos, right? I mean, oh, yeah, it, it, they're harmless, harmless, harmless. I can identify. Really? Yeah, it's. I mean, I mean, like fetish videos, especially if they don't have like set like sex and penetration going on. That's how you easily identify a fetish video because there's something it's there. It's there in the sex site. Somebody's getting there, you know, oh, something, something's out, pushing the buttons for somebody, <laughs> oh, which it's, ah. good, it's good, clean fun, you know, family, family fun there. It wasn't anything that. You know, if your if your wife or girlfriend was to walk in and see this chick grinding burgers, you'd say, "Hey, look at this shit." You know, it's not. Unfortunately, my picks don't fall into that into that category. Uh, no, if, I I can't. Uh, I well, God, I, I guess I'll start with. We're not going to start with. Favorite. We're not going to. Let's finish off with my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, <laughs> How about we start off with a little ditty that I found called uh, Ass-Stuffing Gummy Warm Porn, uh, which is pretty much what it I sounds like. I think I like. found the video you were talking about, but I found plenty of other gummy worms because oh, there's, yeah. there's regular gummy worms, and now they're making those gigantic gummy oh, worms that are basically that like the world's biggest dildo. So you know what happens with those gummy worms oh absolutely i mean picture if you will in your imagination a a room reminiscent or if you have of, your laptop yeah. there you picture yeah. it right on your laptop yeah. <laughs> a room reminiscent of perhaps game of thrones or something with with you know uh tapestries and pillows and and you know i'm all for piercings i i think it's you know, hey, whatever. That that's fine. I was lucky if I got anything. I wouldn't care if there was a piercing. But, but this girl. I don't know if you watched the same one that I talking about. She had four gigantic rings pierced through her. Well, what are you gonna say? She had like these in her vagina. These humongous. They looked like curtain rods or something you would fly into the nose of a bull. Yes. And, and and what really scared me was this had nothing to do with what she was doing. She had some tool. What what the fuck is a, a spectrum? I guess she called speculum. it speculum. Speculum. Yeah, th that's my cable company. I I, I think. I mean, could she, get, <laughs> could, she, could she get HBO on that thing? I mean, I don't. It just she had this thing inserted. Cinemax into her. for sure. Yeah, exactly. She had this thing inserted into her ass, and and it's it's fully dilated, I guess. And she just starts cramming these gummy worms in there. 
and and what really lots scared and lots, of, lots, lots of gummy worms lots and of gummy worms what scared me was next to her was a bowl of m&ms and rubber duckies uh, which we think we didn't get to those because she's just cramming these gummy worms in there and they're playing this asian type of music you know ding ding ding, ding. Me, meanwhile, and, meanwhile ernie is waiting by his his computer ducky. just like oh the rubber duckies are next <laughs> oh, <I love laughs> rubber ducky. Uh, it, it, i mean that, that that what's that tool called again speculum Speculum. It looked like what my dad used to use to open the old oil cans, you know. It's, back a, it's, we were yeah, it's a gynecological it tool. It's a and, gynecologist and, tool. And, and, well, she goes, and her exact words are, well, it's so sticky. She's very limber, too. She has, like, her legs behind her head. And and, and she goes, it's so sticky. I think I'll take the speculum out, spe- speculum out now. Bad idea. Bad idea. The minute she does that, it looked like you hit a piñata. Yes. Because all of the gummy worms just start. Oh my God. But unlike two girls, one cup, what comes no. out is a party. Oh, yeah. I mean, but, but it's It's a colorful, flavorful party. It's, it's, it's disturbing because, you know, if you saw that on your dog, it's time to take him to the vet. Yes. You know? yes. And I have, you know, whoop, looks like we got to take spot to the doctor. Why? Well, there's a word coming out. I mean, this is not Willy, Willy Wonka here. You know, this is, this, this is, is just incredible. Uh, it, and, and she pretty much ends it, uh, you know, right there before the rubber duckies, which disappoints Ernie, like you said. And these videos were called, you know, sensual pain. I, I mean, it, now you didn't know it by the way she had that instrument in her that she certainly didn't seem like she was in any pain, but man, how many? No, I think more? she, I think she had been down that road <laughs> she, before. <laughs> she, there was nothing, nothing new to her, right? I think, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think, I think she was saddle broken. Yes. Oh yeah. That's the type, she's the type of girl that you could eat peanut butter and jelly off of her belly. Whatever you wanted to do, it's fine. It, nothing's yeah. gonna nothing's gonna matter to her, you know. I, obviously. <laughs> yeah, it it. But it, it was it was fun, you know. It's not something you see every single yeah. day. No, that that one's in the sort of jackass care, care, category of like, oh, I just saw something crazy. Oh. Now yeah. the other ones you had that that that. Okay, the you just, picked the next. Well, the, the the next one was just it was it was some it was like anal food party. Yes, yes, yeah, very good. And, and it was, and it had I think they were putting donuts up there a lot. It looked uh, like don't well let pastries me, of some let sort. Me, it was let some, me dive into this as <laughs> as perhaps might not be the best word to use, but they would start out with uh, cold butter sticks. Yes, yes. Put this cold butter. And, you know, as a cook, I know the importance of having your butter at room temperature. I never thought that that this would work as well as it did. Uh, To find someone to do it might be a little tricky, but you you warm up butter in a microwave, it ruins your recipe. All you got to do is just shove it up someone's quad, which is what they did. Oh, yeah, it comes out smooth and creamy. Oh, my God. In minutes. (laughs) I mean, her. It was like an infomercial. Her and a hot popcorn popper, hot air popper, and you've got a great night ahead of you. I was you picturing know? Mr. T coming out going like, 
My butter's all, all hard. <laughs> I can't make my toast. I love toast. But what am I going to do? Well, Mr. T, <laughs> yeah, come just, over here and try this out. Hey, white girl. <laughs> and and this is... this. You is, want me to do what? <laughs> this is up the butt, man. They're putting the butter up the butt. And then... And then from there, you move on to this is a, uh, uh, a compilation a comp uh, of different women and all filmed in the same place, of course. And then comes, you know, the banana and shoving the entire banana up there. And one girl goes, is it in? Is it in? And she goes, God, I I'm such a whore. I can't even tell if there's a banana up my butt. <laughs> and, and then, of course, you know, on cue. They, they popped the banana out. And I think that they may have added some sound effects, or maybe that was a real sound effect. I think it was real, yeah. Because you just heard... They, they definitely added some, like, music that I always... I, I call it Apple music. It always sounds like an Apple commercial. You know, that just sort of, like... That oh. just sort of, like, generic, electronic, chimey music to it, well, which was a weird thing to add to people... I just noticed when you put things in, I, I, I learned something. If you put a mass quantity of something in a woman's butt, it comes out kind of round. It does. They, they mean, make it into like, it, it gets made into kind of a snowball that they'll poop this out. Is, this is going <laughs> to sound awful, but you know, when you expect to see something else come out of an ass. So when right. you see a white, smooth banana pop out right there, the shock value alone. Uh, and not everyone's banana came out perfect. Sometimes it was like a daiquiri, you know, and and some guy would, would actually even put a glass down there, a martini glass, and out comes this, in comes a banana, and out comes a banana daiquiri, you know. Yep. Uh, and, Long and then, way from Rocky and Bullwinkle, let oh, me pull a rabbit out yeah. of my hat. We then, <laughs> not that trick in, again. We move into cupcakes. Who would have thought that you can go to Costco, get a flat of cupcakes, and shove them up the butt? Too? Well, they put the cupcakes up there, you know. Uh, and this goes on for about maybe 10, 15 minutes of this, you know. One girl, I knew that, that whoever was filming this was not going to be able to resist. One girl, you know, such wonderful lyric lines as, hey, fill my fuckhole with butter. <laughs> and he did. And of course, then he gets in on the action and starts being she's like, oh, I can feel it being impacted in there, you know? And then, of course, you know, it just... <laughs> and that was my 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 second choice of uh, films. Now, um, ladies and gentlemen. Well, wait a minute. Did you happen to see uh, that little... Diddy, uh, the naked cooking show that I that I had. Yes, I did. Oh <laughs> shit, I almost forgot about that. Cooking with Ray Ray or what? Yes, and I had to look up what Joy G O I meant, which is jerk off instructions. Holy shit, I didn't even know what that. Yeah, I had to, I had to, I had to go to Urban Dictionary, and then I was like, who needs instructions? <laughs> but holy fuck, you went down that hole. Well, you know, there are so many naked cooking uh, things that you can get into. I mean, there was even one by Paris Hilton. She was not naked. I hear it's pretty bad. I didn't look into it. She's, she's just cooking. It's on the Internet. No God knows what she's making, mac and cheese or whatever. But this, you, you, you come into this nice kitchen, and everyone seems to be making brownies. 
But what pisses me off is they never get to the goddamn brownie. They never really make the brownies, no, though. No, they don't make the brownie. And and this woman, I guess she can be described as a MILF or whatever, because she decides that she's, she's going to make brownie. An older lady, probably younger than me, but... Yeah, she's going to make brownies, and it has two secret ingredients. One of the secret ingredients happens to be breast milk. <sighs> yeah, true... Dr- this is where it gets low-key Wicca. <laughs> yeah, because it it's and more. This is more like a witch's recipe than a real. Re- she's like, we put the milk from it. It makes it smoother, and it's like drip, drip. So two little drops of milk yeah. in the. Br- uh, it's like okay, I mean, it's it's for the fetishist is just yeah. going like oh and no. Of no, course, no. the other secret recipe is your jizz, and that's where the whole video takes you to. She is this dominatrix that's telling you. It's time for you to rub one out, and what do you call it? Breaking the fourth wall or something? Yeah, like it's that. it's. She's addressing yeah. the cat. There's nobody yeah. there. There's no nobody there. She's just sort of making jerking off motions, and it's for people, I guess, who like sexy talk. It's a sexy yeah. talk video. Yeah. So and it's uh, so do. somebody who likes to jerk off to sexy talk, and there's people. This- there seems to be. I mean, we were we've had the we were talking about people spooging on donuts and all that. So, well, God help me, I didn't hate it. I I mean, the the breast milk thing was a little odd, but you know, uh, you have a kid. I, I think <laughs> you you've seen you uh, you've seen it in action probably in some way, shape, or form. I, I don't think I'd ever wanted in my brownies, but I probably no. wouldn't tell. But, I, I'm not saying you saw it in action like that, but no, it's no. not—it's not something that's—that's that's, isn't in your visual <laughs> life <laughs> vocabulary. I grew up on a farm with cows, so I know. But it was, you it, know, it was it, a little anticlimactic. I wanted to see a little bit more. God, it just make me sound like a pro. A little bit more milk come out of there. She, she did it like twice. He goes, oh, you want to see more, do you? Oh, yeah, I wanted, I wanted to see. That's the thing is, I grew up on a farm. I want to see her go. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see her like fill a bucket in. Fill yeah, well, a hand on each over. and alternating, just going. Slump, 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 slump. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it wasn't It wasn't like that. She was just mildly lactate, you know. Was she was even cool. being like, okay, let's see if we can get a little drop out of this one, too. Oh, you know? yeah, a little drop that's, here. But you, you know? could tell she was like, yeah, that's all you're going to get there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that was it. No. Uh, but, but I found that one interesting. and And I guess that takes me here i am with like i'm like a blockbuster video store compared to what you found but but uh i god the last no you hit gold with this one baby it's a dog fart production which lets you know right there because there's nothing that stinks worse than a dog fart yeah i saw that and i was just like it's only in porn that you can name your company dog fart and even that even that just is just telling people what (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> kind of quality you're going for. Well, because the name <laughs> dog fart does not say class. No, it, it doesn't. Firmly plants its flag in the no class area. <laughs> this was a this was a feel good movie. I love this movie. Well, I love this it. Movie was, this movie was I recommended awful. it to a friend today. I was describing it to a coworker, and I'm I'm like, and there's these two big black girls that are the BBW girls are these two black girls that are like. They're they're pretty heavy, but they're like, uh, you know, they're in the in in my attractive heavy 
but they're they're heavier girls and one of them has the most amazing tooth gap and he goes is she really tall and i go yeah and he goes i think i know who you're talking about well the thing we got to give him the name the name of the movie is called two bbw and skinny girl yep food fuck don't forget the food fuck so what this basically is this a masterpiece how do, how do i get into this two heavy set black girls and one very skinny white chick who calls bananas nanners and she's also <laughs> very she's also very petite she's like yeah she's yeah. not just a head shorter than them she's tiny compared to them they they yeah. they one of them especially towers that they, they they just they, they like when you put her in between them you've got these two big black girls with the massive butts and the yeah. giant, the giant Earth Mama boobs, and then you've got this little skinny they, white girl in between they them. They were fertility goddesses. That yes, I used to they had. One of them had uh, tattoos of like leopard spots that made her look like a trill from Star Trek. You know. Yes. And, and I'm just wondering, <laughs> Dax, that's where you went. Um, so how do you, how do we start? Well, it starts off with the blonde chick you know deep throating a banana and and the blonde chip was like a ping pong ball between these two black gals and they pretty much did anything it just how do we even go take it what, what ice cream all right is involved. Okay. all right so this is this is how i see this movie in my head dog fart is some pervy guy with a video camera producer guy He's calling up all his girls that he wants to do a food fetish video. And so he gets three of his regulars over who are used to it's dog fart. I haven't looked into their other body of work, but I don't think I have to. I, ha I have a feeling that their other porn has to do with like grabbing. It probably involves like when there's blowjobs, like guys gr gagging and, you know, fingers down, you know, just just generally kinky sort of gross mildly demeaning stuff and so they get called to this film shoot and they get told okay you, you three are just hanging around in the kitchen you start playing with some food and the little girl starts getting a little horny and you know you see where things go you know and and we'll take it from there and you could tell the two black girls were just sort of like okay whatever we'll see well you know this sounds like fun we don't have and and it's like a lesbian they don't have to worry about some weird creepy creepy porn guy who like gets a little too you know it's all just all three girls and i mean literally it had it had like they were having fun they were just like all right let's you know this is so absurd and ridiculous that we'll go it and, and but the 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 little white girl is getting into it Oh yeah, and, I mean, and 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 they're and they're like they're the 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 two black women are obviously know each other, and and are you know just like whoa look at this, well, <laughs> these white people are fucking are fucking crazy, and they just like let's see what else we could do with her and and like it just gets more and more, I mean it that there's there's a point where one of the girl where there's it's sort of a 69 but the girls just sort of the large the the black girl sitting on the white girl's face and i mean 
just has her face her, her face is buried in there and the girl is just like a, just basically like just just like be, while well, they're pouring while they're pouring melted ice cream and whipped well, her, cream down the crack of this girl's butt her exact and, words were i've never had so much ass and and you know like in amazement like she was just like this is she she was enjoying herself because she's like I'm just relaxed and I'm going to go with this. And the two black girls are like just bemused. They're like, this is hilarious. I have and, to say. And at the, at the end of it, we're going to take a shower and we're, and we're going to be dirtier than we've ever been in a porn shoot, but we're not going to feel dirty. No. And I some got of the... zero sexual gratification out of this video. Some Even of the though, best... like, I, I don't, I, I think the addition of the food made it not hot, although I found all the women would be attracted. Like, if I was in a situation with those three yeah. women. I would be attracted to all of them, but just the sheer amount of just good, clean fun <laughs> Wait, that I'm they're kidding. having there. And even, even at the end is the most hilarious moment because they've made a big mess. They take this little girl and they grab her by the ba her back legs and they pick up her back legs and they start <laughs> using her as a vacuum cleaner a mop. to clean a mop to clean up the floor and, it, <laughs> and they're just laughing because they're like i can't believe we're doing this and i can't believe we're getting paid I actually, to i actually have that in my notes they use white chick as a rag to clean up and 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 some of the best motorboating i think i've ever seen in oh my yeah life. oh but i mean it's it i mean she can't even talk half the time it's like she has a ball gag on her mouth, and what they're doing is she is basically a human ice cream. It's like the back of her. This woman's. I mean, I, I I'm guessing our listeners probably know the 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 type of woman we're talking about in a porn movie. It's a, like when she has her head in her ass, basically just the back of her head is sticking out. <laughs> That's she had it. To, she had to come up for air. Yeah. Oh yeah. She no. Come, she came up for air like 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 she was trying to find the Andrea Doria. She came up and went, <gasps> and then went back in, and and there's and there's ice cream getting eaten out of out of this and girl's ass. They're sprinkling and, cereal on. <laughs> and and one girl is getting upset because she's not having any fun. She she's it's like it's like a nightmare at Farrell's. It, it, she's not having any fun. She she's just, the the ice the, the whipped cream is running out of whipped cream and it's just becoming like that last bit of gloopy. Um, yeah, she was so disappointed at that. She's just bad. like, "Where's my whipped cream? Give me one of those good ones." There's ice cream on their feet. The girl asks her, "Just stick a cherry up my ass, please." You know, and and they do, and they're suffocating her. And it, basically, I don't know how the hell she's she's gonna. She didn't have black eyes and everything, but I genuinely laughed my ass off when i was watching she's a sunday they turned this girl into a sunday yes and, and when they used her to clean up i i was i was just speech i said i i don't know if i should send as, a, as someone who's directed people and improvised before i can, like i can i'm i might be reading a lot into this <laughs> but but from the general and then they have an end part of it after yeah. they do a lot of these videos they'll have interviews with the actors so you can see that the actors are like wow that was you know so what did you think of the shoot or something and these these girls were just like hey you know 
but I have a it, it, it totally had the look that the that the little white girl was like we should have learned their names so we could re refer to their poor names or whatever but she sh I think she was like I have an idea just use me just grab me by the legs and just <laughs> mop my face through this like I'm a dust buster and <laughs> And, and like I mean, like... we're we're not talking. Like, <laughs> she's not mopping up with her hair. She's got her lips on the ground, just like ah rah rah rah. And and, <laughs> and the way they're cracking up, you could tell it wasn't their idea. And they're like, okay, we'll do it. And they're just like, oh my god, she's mopping up the ground. <laughs> she's actually doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, you know, they're concerned because the kitchen floor is a mess. She's naked. And, and be careful and she almost trips and falls and well what do you think about dog fart productions did you enjoy this i loved it and and then one of the she black was it's, your second, it's your second time here at dog fart productions what do you think did you have a good time i had a great time i i and then they to... get to the third girl and they go you're she goes oh i'm always here <laughs> <laughs> But it, but it was like so touching, like how quickly, uh, like all the, all the, like all, like usually, and this is this is my pet peeve of porn, is talking turd guy behind a camera, who's just like, oh yeah, baby, what yeah. are you, you know, and like do like like, just inserting himself into the narrative and just being like sleazy and and creepy, and it's like you know. But this guy was just, and it's funny because it's dog fart production. So you would picture he would be like the biggest claw hammer scuzz oh, bag, just absolutely. like, all right, girls, go mop up and get the hell out of here. Here's your 50 bucks. But this guy's like, <laughs> this guy's like, whoa, 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 don't slip. Take it slow. Take, Take it, it slow. Honey. Like a real director on a real, because he is a real director on a real movie set. We don't but have like, insurance. like you could hear the, cause like the jet, it was just, there was something, it wholesome about oh, the whole thing it was very hallmark very hallmark channel <laughs> i i loved it i i loved it it goes in it goes into the i mean it goes into my my i i, I made a little list of like i mean this this sort of stuff makes it into pop culture and this this has just been added to my all-time uh, greatest food fucking you ever heard of the book portnoy's complaint no best best-selling book by um Oh, what the hell is his name? Oh, I, I, I hate it. I, I, I can't see the section on my bookshelf that I have all his books in. But it was a big bestseller in the '60s, and it was about growing up neurotic and Jewish, in in New in New York City, as a kid. And he t and in the book, the there's a famous story in the book of him going getting sent down to the butchers to pick up some liver, for dinner for the family. And looking at the carrying the liver home and taking a look at it and having to go behind a a sign and uh, and and fuck the liver and of course mom cooks it up and oh, <laughs> everybody's God. like wonderful liver today and he was well, you know I'm so, gonna so be on I'm gonna it's be a, on it's Amazon a it's a hilarious tonight. book it's 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 a hilarious book about sexual neurosis and then there's American Pie. Oh yeah, one of the most famous food fucking. And then there was uh, Kurt Vonnegut writing his Kilgore Trout was. This is this is the perfect I, I guess story to go out on because this it topic actually, is not this topic is nothing new. Yeah, no, uh, he wrote. Uh, uh, Kurt Vonnegut had a fictional author named Kilgore Trout. 
that would write all these pulp science fiction stories. And every once in a while, he would reference one of his stories. Or If you were really lucky, you could read one of the stories. But usually, you'd just get a little synopsis of what one of the Kilgore Trout stories. And one of my favorite was, I think it, it was a planet Tralfamador. It was a planet where um, they had... Um, you know, the, the environment had collapsed. So all their food was made out of petroleum <laughs> and was just like bl bland, greasy petroleum. So their porn was people, they would make all this fake food that looked like real food. And it was just videos of people just gorging themselves on what looked like, you know, they were simulated apples, but they looked like real apples and a real Turkey and stuff. And that's what people, because, that was what they couldn't have. So their their version of porn was just going to the theater and watching people gorge themselves and well, like there you go. waste waste the like take a bite out of the apple and then throw it down on the ground like ah I've had enough. Well there. Our topic doesn't seem so weird now, does it? Nope. And with that, I guess that's our look at food porn, another fun fetish romp. For, uh... So remember, everybody, look up two BBW plus skinny girl, dog <laughs> fart. Yeah, you wrap can, yourself. You can probably put it on any any porn site and get it. Highly, highly, highly recommend it. Really pissed off that the Joker edged it out in the Oscars this year. <laughs> for your consideration. <laughs> yes, this we we had an early screener copy, but like. I don't know. I'm 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 very happy with Quentin Tarantino's latest work. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was if it was Quentin Tino did that Tarantino did that movie, it would be feet going up the butt. Oh, absolutely! An alternate universe where where Hitler is alive and well and eating ice cream right now. Out of out of a black girl's butt. Yeah. Cheers out of a black girl's butt. And with that, maybe I'll just go make myself a little ice. Oh, well, well, there's some stuff on the floor here. I think I'll just use my face and maybe wipe it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clean it up. <laughs> Clean that shit up. <laughs> I said clean it up. Clean it up, bitch. I said clean it Visit our website at twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. You can email Two True Freaks directly at twotruefreaks at gmail.com. Two True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two, Two True, True Freaks. Freaks.